Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> What you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. I mean, days like today, man, right? You get that magical feeling, right, Bob? Mm-hmm. You feel like the whole city is buzzing. You just love the feeling that you have waking up. You know, even though it's a Monday morning, and that still kind of sucks because you have the whole week here to work or do whatever you got to do, but you just love Mondays like this in the city, in the world, right? You just love that feeling. Like everyone feels good about something for once, right? We all feel good about something Makes for once. A little less. And man, oh man. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, she's pregnant! Yes! Royal baby! Yes! Royal baby! Yes! It's official! Harry, Meghan, Harry, Meghan, Harry, Meghan, Harry, Meghan, she's pregnant! Royal baby! Royal baby, royal baby, royal baby, royal baby. Oh my goodness, what a way to start the week. <laughs> Nothing can bring me down. Royal baby. No, <laughs> oh, you guys thinking something else? Were you thinking something what? else? What else could it be? Were you thinking something else? I mean, I don't know. The Steelers had a nice win. But royal baby, though. I mean, royal baby. <laughs> royal though. baby. Royal baby. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for this royal baby to come. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. No. Oh. Oh. I can't wait for her to have Ooh. the baby. And Ooh. then, you know, they come out of where she had Ooh. the baby. And they like meet the, oh! uh, they take pictures with everybody. It's like, oh, Royal Baby. Baby's oh, outside. I can't wait. Oh, Royal what Baby. a way to start. Nothing can bring me down this week. Oh. I am powered by the Royal Baby. Oh. <laughs> Royal Baby. Royal Fetus. Oh. Royal Placenta. What a start to the week, huh? Yeah. Um, I really don't care about that. No. If you can't tell the sarcasm in there, I uh, don't think really anybody in America does. Uh, no. No, no, there are some people who are... No, there are some people who will go, ooh, royal baby. They pretend to care. They yeah, don't you care. Know, you, you don't, don't care. care. You Let's don't be care. honest. You pretend you care. You don't care. Oh, did you see a royal baby? Royal, you know, I knew they were going to oh. after they got married. They did it. They did it. They did it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew she was going to get pregnant. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. Royal, royal baby's baby. coming. Oh, did you see Yeah. It? Okay. It's coming. It's did happening. Did you see the royal baby? You act like you don't care. You act like you care. You don't care. Man, we got a lot of Steelers to uh, get into today. How about that one, huh? Man, everything happened perfectly 
that needed to happen with this team going into the bye week where they are right now. They beat the Falcons, and then they beat the Bengals, and you just kind of, I think for the first time this year, right? Mm -hmm. For the first time this year, they played like back-to-back pretty good games with, you know, not a lot of things to bitch and complain about, and you feel a little bit of confident like, whoa, this might actually be the team we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. You know, make the playoffs, make a little push here. They're starting to show some signs. Not like they're out of it yet. I mean, they're still third place in the AFC North, but man, they did what they needed to do in these past couple weeks to get into the uh, bye week, uh, you know, right in the uh, thick of things, and you feel pretty good. So lots of Steelers on the show today. It is Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show, and Royal Baby! You probably think that you are better Royal now. Baby, Royal right Baby. Now. You only say that because I'm Royal Baby, Royal Baby. You know I never meant to Royal Baby, Royal Baby. Would have gave you anything, would have gave you everything. You know I said that I am better now, better now. Mikey and Bob, 96 one Kiss, it is the uh, morning freak show. Uh, you're all going to have to bear with... Oh, there it goes. There, I mean, see, here it goes. I was going to have to throw the disclaimer out there. You're all going to have to bear with me this week because my voice is uh, is going. It, it was kind of going out on Friday. I just have a sore throat right now. I've been coughing all weekend. I predicted this, by the way. Last week, I knew this was going to happen because one week ago, it was 85 degrees out. And we were all like, summer's never going to end. This is the greatest thing ever. Then just crash. And then by the end of the week, it was like, you know, 50 degrees. Yesterday, it was like 40 degrees. And bleh, I'm just phlegmy and I have a sore throat. I'm just, yeah, feel like crap. So I'm going to try to talk, but, you know, I'll do my best. Oh, phlegmy. Uh, Dennis tweets here, the best wake up for a Monday. Mikey and Bob screaming about the royal baby. That's right. You cannot get a better wake up than that. Uh, the royal baby is coming. She's pregnant. It's Prince Harry. It's Meghan Markle. Uh-huh. Royal baby's coming. Oh my god. 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 Ah, Steelers though, huh? <laughs> you always felt like the Steelers were going to pull that one out, right? Like, you never really were just like, well, this is it. Even when the Bengals scored that late touchdown, you're just like, nah, they probably got this, right? Three timeouts, a lot of time left on the clock. Left a lot of time there. It was Ben to Antonio Brown, the game-winning touchdown, 31 yards uh, right at the end of the game. Steelers 28, Bengals 21. Here was the call on the uh, Steelers radio network. Blitz is coming. Here it comes, and a quick pop over the middle, running free. That's Antonio, 10-5, touchdown, Pittsburgh. You gotta be here! Oh, baby! Unbelievable! Royal baby! <laughs> that was awesome, though, right? What the hell were the Bengals doing? Nothing. There's like no safety back there, and no. like Ben's just like, yo, <laughs> yo, AB. He's looking at you like, yo, just go. AB, scoot over here real quick. Scoot over here real quick. You see, you, you, there's nobody back there. Why don't you just do one of those? Like, that's Ben and A.B. Just, just making that happen right there. Like, just such an easy little pass, too. And just Phew. and then he's like, oh, oh, there's nobody <laughs> there. He's he gone. He's gone. And then to see all the Bengals fans on the, uh, I mean, what do they call that escalator that takes the fans from the, the top level down to the lower level? Is it just a, what, what, is there a name for that? I think as Steeler fans, we have a name for that. Is it the Escaloser? Is that what it is? The Escaloser? The oh, little right. escalator that takes them down? It's just like, man, the Bengals cannot beat the Steelers. 
in that place. It's crazy, right? So everybody uh, played fairly well. There's, it's kind of like the Falcons game. There's not a lot to uh, to complain about. It wasn't like one of those games where it's just like, well, the Steelers ended up winning, but man, they looked like crap. Like they've looked pretty good the past two weeks. Yeah. And now, who knows what the hell is going to happen? Who knows if Le- I mean, Le'Veon Bell could come back this afternoon. Because this is when he's supposed to come back, right? The bye week? But I only got one question for you then. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's one question after the big win yesterday. Who plays Le'Veon or Connor? Oh, my God. I can't handle that debate right now. I can't handle that debate right Who now. Who you got? Go Phone ahead. Line. Phone lines are open. Go ahead. I am in a squatting position right now. Go ahead and kick me right in the junk and knock me out. Bell Connor. I can't handle this hot sports debate. What do you do? That is going to dominate the airwaves for the next two weeks in this city. I can't handle it. Please, just hit me with a baseball bat right now and knock me out because I can't handle it. Who you got? James Conner. Le'Veon Bell or Royal Baby? Put Royal Baby in running back. Cody tweets here, did I just hear you yell Royal Placenta? What a way to start a Monday. I'm crying because I'm already laughing so hard. Yeah, welcome to the show, friends. Oh, no. Did you, uh, did you see it? Did you see it? What? Did you hear the news? What are you going to tell me? Oh, no. What are you about to tell me? I mean, I, I know you know already, but... According to TMZ. Oh, God. I know. That's never good, oh, right? I know. That's it's never coming. Good. That's never good right there. I right? know what's According coming. to TMZ, right? According to TMZ, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have split. No! Oh, God, why? Love isn't real! That, did that hurt you personally? Are you okay? Oh, God. That hurt God. you deep down? The love was is your, real. Is your heart broken? Oh, they used to pet each other all the time. And they used to pet each they other. They keep their hands off each other. Pete got all those tattoos. Oh, Pete did get all those oh, tattoos. God. Oh, man. Oh, Pete has the tattoos. Oh, man. Uh, according to TMZ, Ariana Grande and uh, Pete Davidson split up this weekend. Both parties acknowledging that it just was not the right time for their relationship to take off, but they still have love for each other. Uh, they got engaged earlier this May. Uh, she recently expressed that she was going through a rough patch, tweeting a lot of personal messages and saying she needs a break from the public spotlight. Oh, no. Uh, TMZ says that while things may be done for now, they may uh, they aren't ruling out anything in the future. So oh. I guess there is a hope for them to maybe get oh, back together. Yes, but yes, yes, yeah, yes. Ariana Grande is going through some things, man. She's had a lot of things that have happened to her over the past couple of years from, uh, you know, the bombing overseas at her show. And then recently, of course, as we all know here in Pittsburgh, Mac Miller passing away, and mm-hmm. they uh, dated for a while uh, and everything. And, yeah, she seemed very happy with Pete Davidson, but probably maybe from what it sounds like needs to kind of just focus on her happiness now and just be alone, I guess, maybe. But um, I don't know. I mean, who knows what you see 
in public as opposed to what real life is, you know? Yeah. They all have an image to maintain and everything when they're out in public. Yeah. They might not have been that happy together. All those tattoos, though, man. All the tattoos, man. Woo! Pete did get a couple Ariana-themed tattoos, My right? Man. Oh, man. Woo! Pete. Pete Davidson just goes back to regular life now, right? He, like, lived that life for 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 a few months. He had it all. And uh, now he's, he's back to the dude on SNL, right? Yeah. Back yeah. to the dude on SNL. Yep. All right. Well, I wish the uh, the best for both of them. But it, it looks like Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have officially broken up. <sighs> Holly tweets us here about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson calling off their engagement. Who gets Piggy Smalls? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Ariana's new pet baby pig, Piggy Smalls. Who gets Piggy Smalls? Tim tweets here, the only way to get through driving 28 to Pittsburgh is by listening to Mikey and Bob. Otherwise, my entire head would be covered in gray hairs. All right. I'm glad we can make this uh, better for you. Uh, Listen, today's better for everybody because the Steelers beat the Bengals. And I would, I think I would rather have the Steelers win like they won yesterday in Cincinnati than blow them out by like four touchdowns. I, it's so much better the fact that that the Bengals get so close and then the Steelers just rip their hearts out once again. Ben to Antonio Brown, the game-winning touchdown, uh, thirty-one yards with uh, not a lot of time. Uh, left at all. Here was Coach Tomlin after the game on the Ben to AB game-winning touchdown. I'm not surprised by it. You know, those guys relish the opportunity to to rise up in those moments, whatever those moments are. I thought three timeouts was significant. Um, not surprised when seven and company deliver. Yeah, they had the what, like a minute and a half, three timeouts. Here was Antonio Brown on the game-winning touchdown. Oh, we had the perfect play call. Uh, those guys in zero coverage. I knew when I came in and motion down and the corner backed up. I knew we had opportunity for catch and run. <laughs> yeah, it was wide open. Uh, here was Ben on the uh, the game winning drive and the game winning touchdown. That was fun. Um, you know when they scored uh, to look up and see three dots by your your thing with three timeouts and uh-huh. one twenty two. Say if they're going to score, get, score now so they can give us some time. And you know it's just no real panic. You know because really the thought is. You get us in the field goal range and win it that way, but things happen differently sometimes. Yeah, it was awesome to see the. Uh, I know there are a couple of people online, like Kirk Herb Street, who does you know college football for ESPN, yeah, breaking yeah. down that final play about how Ben sees that the Bengals have no safety, and he's just like, "Yo, AB, you see what's going on here? Go ahead, little hand signal, do this, I and, love it, that and it works and, out perfectly." Him right? and AB just knew it, right? Like they just knew. Uh, ben was asked uh, after the game, because I guess a couple of the offensive linemen were saying that Ben, when they got initially in the huddle on that game-winning drive, said, uh-oh, they gave us too much time. So Ben was asked about that. <laughs> They're not supposed to give those kind of tidbits out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, um, you know, on the sideline before we went out, I, I told the guys, this is what legacies are made of for all of us. Let's go take care of business. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah, so Ben definitely did probably say that to the offensive line, you know, Three timeouts, yep. didn't have just like, well, they gave us too much time to do this. Uh, Vontez Burfick, the dirty player, of course, for the Bengals. Uh, once again, I don't know if he gets fined. I don't know if he gets suspended. I don't know how this guy's even still in the league. Clearly, there was a play where he elbowed as Antonio Brown was going down. He elbowed Antonio Brown. It wasn't. Just, it was definitely on purpose. Yeah. He, A.B. went off for a, a couple plays, maybe one or two plays. Here was Antonio Brown on the perfect hit. Just, you know, a nasty hit. But thank God I was able to come back in the game, finish the game. 
Uh, anytime you come here, you know, they call it the jungle. I was gr- I was grateful to uh, get get back up and uh, come back in. Yeah, luckily AB was okay and uh, got to uh, get back in the uh, game. And now, uh, what do we do now? Are we on Le'Veon watch for like a week and a half now? Is that what it is? Because Le'Veon Bell through ESPN said he's coming back during the bye week. We are here now. Le'Veon could show up maybe today. Just waiting. Maybe the end of the week. Who knows? Uh, Antonio Brown was asked, does he think Le'Veon shows up? We'll see. We need another uh, explosive arsenal so we could put it in our clip. Uh, ben also had something pretty funny to say about James Conner, who rushed for 111 yards, two touchdowns. But, of course, uh, Ben jokingly said, that's it for James because it's Le'Veon time now. James, I thought, was he was a bowling ball today. He was all over the place. What a great game. But, you know, I know it's his last game for us so because um, yeah. Le'Veon's coming back. <laughs> but I thought he did well in his last one. Are you sure it's Conner's last game? <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. That's just what I've heard. <laughs> Anybody heard anything from him? Nope. I'm just going off what I hear from yeah. uh, reports from you guys. Uh, so Ben kind of trolling there, very sarcastic, saying, you know, great job for James as his last game with us because, of course, Le'Veon's coming back now. But now we all sit and wait. We are on Le'Veon watch and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sees what hey, – hey, listen – Le'Veon could even show up, and the the Steelers could be like, "Nah, we're I, we're good. They, we're playing good. We don't want to add this to mix." Who knows what could happen? There are so many different scenarios that could play off, uh, depending on when Le'Veon shows up, if he shows up, how the Steelers want to handle it. If they want to put him on the shelf for oh, a little bit. Who knows? So much to talk about and debate. Oh my! What do the Steelers we, do? We need a bye week to digest all this. We need a bye week. So you can all call up and go, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, what do you think? We need <laughs> we need a week and a half, two solid weeks to debate this. No, we don't. Nope. Uh, Bengals cornerback Dre Kirkpatrick, after the Steelers beat the Bengals 28-21, to said about the Steelers, this is Dre Kirkpatrick from the Bengals saying about the Steelers, we're better than them. They ain't better than us, period. They ain't better than us. We're better than them. But they won, so my hat's off to them. I'm going to be a team player. They went out there and they fought. They got the win. We got the loss. Uh, No, that is not true at all. The Bengals are not better than the Steelers. In the uh, history of what, Paul Brown Stadium where they play at? The Steelers, 18 wins. The Bengals Three wins. So no, the uh, the Bengals are not better than no. these Steelers. It appears doesn't <laughs> it seem to be true. Doesn't appear so. Maybe even this year and in the past they have not either. There was a pretty cool pregame uh, moment. James Conner, who of course has uh, had his battles with cancer and uh, you know going through chemo uh, over the years, uh, he spotted a fan during warmups who had a sign, a young fan that said, "I just finished chemo." James Conner went over uh, during warm-up, said hello, and uh, took a picture with the fan and the sign. Uh, pretty cool moment uh, there for James Conner. And, uh, you know, despite whatever the hell happens with Le'Veon Bell, maybe this week or next week or in the future, uh, I think everybody can agree that James Conner is not only performing on the field, but he just continues to be a great person uh, off the field, too. All right, let's get to uh, Today in Freak Show history now. As always, brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, welcome Group. to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History, we'd like to take you back to a fun show moment. This was two years ago. There was a man in Louisiana. By the way, this is just another one of those, hey, don't do the hard drug stories, but 
Uh, he was seeing a lot of things, including ghosts. Grand Parish deputies arrested a Colfax man for drug possession after he was found walking in his yard wearing nothing but a bath towel, carrying a large knife, and talking to trees. Yeah, he's got a he's got a bath towel on. What the hell? He's carrying a knife and he's talking to trees. Yeah, as a neighbor, if you see that, probably time to call the authorities. Deputies yeah. said when they arrived to the house of 26-year-old David Maxwell in Colfax, he told them that there were people in the tops of the trees and oh, ghosts boy. inside of his house. Uh -oh. People in the trees, there ghosts were, in the house. There were ghosts inside the man, house? Got hold to the wrong Ooh. stuff. We always tell you guys, man, you got, you got to lay off hard drugs. You don't want to end up be like this the deputy determined that Maxwell was under the influence of drugs. Uh, probably. Think? And drugs were found inside of his house. Oh, no. Maxwell also asked the deputy oh. to arrest the ghosts inside of his house. Oh, okay. Officer Maxwell. So the, the cops show up. He's like, go get those ghosts inside the house. Thank you, officers. I've been waiting for you. These bastard ghosts are inside. <laughs> I'm out here just talking to people in the trees. Don't worry about me. I'm good. I have my bath. I got this. I have my bath towel on and a knife. I'm good out here with the people in the trees. You go get them, though. Go get the ghosts. David Maxwell was charged with possession of crystal meth. Oh, oh no. no. Possession of suboxone. And oh, man. You know you're on a, you know you're on a good drug when the news anchor has no idea. Possession of drug paraphernalia. There you go. So we always tell you kids, and you know what? I'll throw it out there for the adults, too. Lay off the hard drugs. You never want to be the guy wow. in your backyard, in a bath towel, <laughs> in a bath towel, with a knife, talking to people in trees, and ghosts inside your house. Lay off the hard drugs. That's all we're saying. Over the weekend, uh, Drake and Migos uh, performed at LA Staples Center. Drake surprised the crowd, bringing out Travis Scott. They performed their uh, song "Sicko Mode," and LeBron James, who of course plays for the Lakers now was up on stage dancing around and singing with Drake and Travis Scott. That was pretty cool yeah. over the uh, weekend. By the way, have you seen that LeBron James show on uh, on HBO, The Shop? No. Where he's just like in like a barber shop and just talking to people. Like LeBron James is uh, is taking over uh, Hollywood with, with all these projects he's doing. So he's got this show on HBO called The Shop, and he had Drake on uh, this last episode that aired. So he talked about a lot of things. Of course, he talked about his beef with Pusha T., and with Kanye West, and Drake was talking about how, you know, of course he has a, a son uh, with this woman who not a lot of people know. You know, it's not like somebody that Drake has uh, really been famously dating in the past, like Rihanna or anything like that. So Drake actually was talking about having a child in not the perfect situation like a lot of people may have thought he would have. I end up in this situation um, where I... You know, where I don't have the fairy tale like, oh, Drake started a family with Rihanna and like this is like so <laughs> perfect. Or like, that you know, great, Drake, yeah. yeah, it's like it looks so good on paper. I and, wanted like, that too. Uh, well, I mean, and I course, didn't get it too. By the way, I wanted that too. Uh, I like, that's pretty funny though. It, it kind of seems like Drake might still have some feelings right. for Rihanna there. Just like everybody thought it was going to be the perfect situation. Like, oh, Drake had a baby with Rihanna and just like, yeah, I wanted that too, but it didn't happen. But he goes into great detail. Uh, Drake did in this HBO show, The Shop, with uh, LeBron James and LeBron's business partner and friend, Maverick Carter. He goes into great detail about what happened with him and Kanye West, you know? Uh, because there's rumors that Drake had been, you know, talking a lot about Kanye West on his last album, Scorpion. 
in that he's even referring to Kim Kardashian in the In My Feelings song when he talks about Kiki, which, by the way, Snoop Dogg just discovered that over the weekend. We will get to that audio. Snoop Dogg. Just wow. We have Snoop Dogg Steelers audio and Snoop Dogg Kanye Drake audio, and it is fantastic. Coming up a little uh, later in the show. But Drake talks about how he went to Wyoming to record with Kanye West and was telling Kanye about, you know, how he he has a kid now and was showing him pictures and stuff like that. So obviously, Kanye, even though he's denied it in the past, was probably the one who told Pusha T who used that against Drake. So Drake goes into the whole beef thing with Pusha T and how Drake didn't respond to him. I knew something was going to come up about my kid. They had to add like the deadbeat thing to make it more appealing, which is fine. I understand that. And even that I was like, okay, but I'm going to tell you, wishing death on my friend that has MS, that really sent me to a place where, you know, I just. Now he's talking about his uh, producer, his best friend, Forty, who uh, is battling MS and, you know, Pusha T did mention him in the beef right believed then and believe now that there's just a price that you have to pay for that it's just someone's gonna f- punch you in the f- face the, the sh- done the events over wow i wanted to do other things i didn't want to i didn't want to further your reputation or your career by rapping back at you and having this exchange you wrote the song and never put it up yeah because i got home and, and i just listened back to it and i was like man this is not this is not something i ever want to be remembered for now they're talking about of course you know push your t put out these songs and revealed to the world that Drake has this son that he's never talked about and everything, and everybody's like, wow, Pusha T wins this, and Drake never responded, even though he said he he did write a song. This is not even a place that I necessarily want to go, and to all the people who enjoy that, I tip my hat to you. By the way, hell of a chess move. The song, I thought it was trash, but the chess move was, was genius. Back against the wall, I either go all the way filthy or I fall back, yep. and I have this sort of chink in my armor for the rest of of, of time to a rap terrorist, which is fine. I can live with that. I would much rather live with that than the things that I was about to, the research I did, the you things that I was going to say, and the places that I was going to go, not only for him, but the other guy, too. And the other guy talking about Kanye West, so uh, Drake and Kanye West do not like each other. No, I think no. That's, I think that's pretty clear uh, right there, but that's an interesting show. You should definitely watch it if you haven't watched on HBO yet. LeBron's behind it. Uh, But he had Drake on, and like I said, Drake, hearing him talk that freely about what happened with Kanye and and Pusha T is pretty interesting, because he even said he went to, you know, when Kanye was doing his last album, he was recording in Wyoming. Right. Drake said he went out there, and, you know, Kanye invited him out there to work on some songs and everything, and then he realized Kanye was doing his own album. So Drake was basically helping Kanye with songs for his own album. He left with one song, which Kanye then you know, did the poopy scoop rap over and kind of joked on it. So Drake said, I realized that after that, that Kanye was trolling me all along. Man, Kanye does not come out of this looking good. No. Uh, whatsoever. No, uh-uh. Whatsoever. And not, I, not, I, not a good person. I hope it's all true. I really hope that Drake had sex with Kim Kardashian. I really hope it is true. You know? Uh, this will be fun. So the Steelers with a big win, 28-21. to 21. Ben to Antonio Brown with the game-winning touchdown with just a few seconds left in the game. Once again, the Steelers go to Cincinnati and beat the Bengals. 28-21 to uh, 21 going into their bye week now. So um, we decided to log on to the uh, Bengals Facebook page and read the comments. Here we go. Beware. 
We are going to a very deep, dark yeah. place on the internet. It's time for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. Uh, special edition today. These are Cincinnati Bengals Facebook comments after they uh, lose 28 21 to the Steelers. Facebook comments on the show always brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Javier R., the Bengals' only rivalry is with the referees. The NFL is fixed. Screw Tomlin, screw the NFL. David P., I thought Marvin Lewis, the Bengals' head coach, was a defensive guru. Seeing how he coached the Steelers' defense, you would think he would know their tricks. This may be an inside job. Yes, David P. <laughs> Marvin Lewis is a, a, he is a deep Steelers operative. <laughs> For many years now. Ed J., no excuses. It wasn't the reps. It wasn't the injuries. It wasn't the offense. It wasn't special teams. It was only one thing. No pressure. There was no pass rush. Ben had all day in the pocket. All damn day. My motto has always been, it must be taken, and the Steelers took it. So let it burn in your gut, Bengals. Let it burn in your gut. What the hell, Ed? All right. Ed, calm down, man. Justin L., you have to understand, the Steelers make the NFL the second most amount of money in the league because they have so many fans in every city and every country. If the Steelers don't do do well, the NFL loses a ton of money. It's Uh a business. They will do whatever to make sure the Steelers succeed. Is that where we're at, Uh, Cincinnati? You're on that bandwagon? Are are we at the NFL is rigged, (laughs) Cincinnati? All right. Darlene B., these are uh, Bengals' Facebook comments after they lose 28-21 to to the Steelers on a last-second bend-to-A-B touchdown. Darlene B. named my lab Dalton. Wish I wouldn't have. Oh, no. <laughs> dog naming regrets from Darlene. Took she, it to Facebook? She named her dog Dalton after their quarterback, Andy Dalton. Oh, God. And I... I don't even like the dog anymore, okay? I should I shouldn't have named him Dalton. Can't even say his name. It's a bad choice. Randy S. been a season ticket holder since 2005. Whoa, watch out. <laughs> watch out. The credentials are out. Woo! Every damn year I go to the stadium and watch Fat Burger sit back in the pocket and win the game. Walked out of the stadium tonight and didn't even watch the final plays. All right, Randy. Calm down, Randy. Fat burger. Fat burger to Antonio Brown with the win here. Uh, Sandra W., what did y'all expect? I mean, armpits burger always gets lucky. Armpit? Are they just- it, yeah, it doesn't seem like the Bengals fans really uh, like Ben that, too much. We went from fat burger to armpits burger in the Bengals Facebook comment section. Harold M., Penalties lost the game. How about our defense giving up almost 500 yards in offense? Marvin Lewis should be fired Monday morning. Thought this was the year. It is not. Oh, no. Man, Bengals fans. You broke Harold's heart. You you really thought this was the year, Harold? (laughs) Uh, David S. Been a Bengals fan since 1982. Whoa. Credentials are out. I have never turned off a game until today. Oh, no. Really? How do you turn that game off? It was almost like a last-second touchdown. That How do you turn one? that game off? I can no longer support this team. Oh, no. I'm worried about my health watching it. We should have taken Saquon Barkley with our number one pick. At least then you would have a chance to win against the Steelers. All right, Dave, hold oh, on God. one second, moron. Oh, Saquon Barkley was taken number two <laughs> overall by the Giants. The Bengals in last year's draft had the 21st <laughs> pick. 
Sorry, Dave. The Bengals don't get to just draft all the good players. That's not how this works, Dave. Good Lord. I said it. They should have taken Barkley. Uh, Bob S. NFL won't let the Steelers win. It's scripted just like NASCAR in the UFC. Somebody already knows, already knows who's going to win this year's Super Bowl. The Steelers are the <laughs> league office favorite team. You mean to tell me NASCAR's not real? People are crazy. You son of a bitch, Bob. You mean to tell me that NASCAR is scripted? I think not. Uh, Let's end here with Steve T. These are Bengals Facebook comments after their loss 28-21 to the uh, Steelers. Steve T., I hope one day people will wise up and start suing owners and the league and the coaches and the players when it is proven that all organized sports are fixed. And all those fans of teams that never taste a Super Bowl or a World Series and other championship games that they get the last laugh when it's proven games are fixed. Oh, my God. And that when owners bid for a championship trophy, it's fake plastic. You all right, Cincinnati? There is a lot to take in there. Uh, it seems like a lot of people in Cincinnati uh, think that sports are fixed because they lost at a last-second touchdown. Never win a damn thing. But hold on. Steve is making the claim that the Lombardi Trophy is plastic. It's all plastic. So don't worry, Cincinnati. I know it all went bad yesterday. I know you have problems beating the Steelers. There's just something with it. I know you haven't won a playoff game under Marvin Lewis, and it's okay. That you've never won a Super Bowl, and, and we, the Steelers have won six. We know you named your dog Dalton, <laughs> and Darlene. We Darlene. know we know you're regretting naming naming your lab Dalton, but it's okay today, Bengals fans, because just know that when the Steelers walk into their facility, mm-hmm. look at their six Lombardi trophies, <laughs> and you look at none. Just know that it's going to be okay, Bengals fans, because all those trophies. Are plastic. <laughs> They're plastic, according to Steve T. Uh, now, let's get to the uh, naked story. Where's this guy uh, naked at? Uh, Virginia. Naked in Virginia. All right. And now, th- how many shows in a row are we at as far as naked stories go? This now? will be 15. All right. For the 15th straight show, it is time to deal with a story with a naked person. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. This happened at Bush Gardens. Uh, yeah. Which is like, uh, you know, an amusement uh, park. There's rides, but it's also like part zoo, too. There's uh-huh. like animals there and everything. Yeah, naked guy. We have wild Facebook video just into our newsroom. It was taken by witnesses at Bush Gardens last night. Damn. That's when police say a naked man was running around trying to break into cars in the Italy and Germany parking lots. You never want to be naked in the Italy and Germany parking lots at Bush Gardens. (laughs) When police got there, they say the man started fighting officers as well as bystanders, and they tased him in order to arrest him. He's fighting random strangers in the Italy and Germany parking lots at Bush Gardens after a fun day there. He's fighting officers. Police took him to the hospital because they say he was high on alcohol and illegal drugs. He faces several charges including felony assault on a law enforcement officer. Oh, no. Oh, no, naked guy. How, what do you do at, but why are you doing drugs at Bush Gardens, right? Like, how do you end up in the Bush Gardens parking lot 
high and drunk. Like, I, I could see if you go to Bush Gardens, you have a couple beers, but, like, and, and you're doing hard drugs to the point where you're naked? It's their Halloween thing, too. It's, like, called... Oh, no. What's it? Hollow Scream. Oh, no. Naked at Hollow Scream? <laughs> I wonder Got if, hold of the wrong stuff at <laughs> Hollow Scream. Uh, I'm going to get high. I'm going to have a couple beers, and I'm going to get high. And I'm going to Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens. Like, really? You can't just go to Hollow Scream sober? You got to do that? Hell no. Hell no. I wonder if there was anybody in the Italy and Germany parking lot there at Bush Gardens who just thought it was part of Hollow Scream, you know? It's like a zombie. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, yeah. Why is he wearing pants? I wonder if that was like an extra bonus. Like, wow, they really, uh, you know, they really want to scare us as soon as we get in the parking lot. So they put a completely naked guy who's out of his mind and wants to fight people as the first welcoming thing at Bush Gardens Hollow Scream. Just pulling. Oh, wow. This is really realistic. Authentic. Wow. That's very is, good. Look at that. This is scary. Wow. It's a naked, uh, that's a naked man. It, they made him look real good. That really looks like a real <laughs> naked man. He's moving and walking like a human, too. And wow, look at the parts on him. They made it very realistic, even down to the wispy hair down there. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good job. They don't play around at Bush Gardens. Oh, no, the naked man's trying to get in. Oh, Hollow Scream is a real hoot this year. Oh, the naked man. Oh, he's trying. Oh, officers are trying to. Oh, they're tasing the naked. Oh, that's a real man. That is a real. Oh, geez. Uh, it's naked people making the show once again. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Hi, today, 60 degrees. It's going to be windy out. Just a rainy, crappy day, though. Chance of scattered rain all day today. It's already just rainy and just kind of dreary and foggy out there this morning. So just kind of a poop day. Uh, That's made better, though, with the Steelers' win yesterday. Of course, they win on basically like a last-second touchdown. Ben to A.B., game-winning touchdown, 31 yards. Steelers, 28. Bengals, 21. Ben threw for 369 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. James Conner ran for over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Ben didn't get sacked at all. The offensive line played uh, great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Browns also lost to the Chargers, but the Ravens beat the Titans. So the AFC North right now has the Bengals and Ravens at 4-2. And And then the Steelers, 3-2-1, and and the Browns in last place at 2-3-1. By the way, if you uh, didn't stay up for it last night, which I did not, the Patriots did beat the Chiefs, the Chiefs' first loss of the season, 43-40 on a last second. Uh, field goal for that late Sunday night game uh, last night. Uh, one of the coolest things about the uh, Steeler game uh, yesterday, and just you know, one of those bigger than sports kind of things, is uh, Ryan Shazier, who was injured um, at the game in Cincinnati, uh, went back to the hospital and you know talked with a lot of the doctors, a lot of the nurses, a lot of mm-hmm. the people who were first there to uh, treat Ryan Shazier. After he uh, left the field, he had some Steelers team doctors with him, and he went to uh, went to the hospital there in Cincinnati to thank all the doctors and staff who uh, who helped him out. And uh, it's just amazing because when you when you saw him, you know, laying on the field like he, he was, you you kind of thought the worst, and you just hoped that the guy would be able to walk again. Right. Uh, so to see him yesterday come out of the tunnel and being able to walk around that field. Uh, it was just a pretty cool moment. And then to see him go back to that place and, you know, you can find the videos online and everything like that. The Steelers were tweeting him out and, uh, you know, just to talk to the doctors and the nurses there is a pretty cool thing. And, you know, they're all from Cincinnati there, you know, they're all probably Bengals fans. And it really just makes you realize that sports are just kind of a fun entertainment thing that dominate a lot of our lives. But, 
uh, really when it comes down to it. It's things like that, uh, you know, what it's all about. And a lot of times life takes over, um, you know, sports. Yeah. And uh, that's what you really had in Cincinnati when you when you saw Ryan Chazier going back and thanking those nurses and thanking those doctors. And it was even emotional for some of the players, I think. Like Ben was talking about uh, Ryan Chazier getting kind of emotional. And, ben uh, got a little choked up. Yeah, this was Coach Tomlin after the game uh, just covering, you know, having Ryan Chazier there and walking out with him. And just really good to be back in this building and be back in this building with Ryan Chazier and him walk that walk with us. We just love and respect Ryan. Uh, we've learned a lot from his struggle since the last time we've been here. He's in inspired us hopefully he's inspired many outside of us just good to get a win today good to have him with us some things are bigger than football obviously and um this is one of them here was uh antonio brown on ryan shazier after the game it was heartfelt you know ryan's a one of the unique players a unique individual Uh, he's one of the guys who who let us know you know it's bigger than football you know to see him go through this journey and regardless of his journey, you know, it gave a lot of us uh, courage, you know, inspiration uh, to see him walk around and smiling. And I know he felt good about uh, what we was able to do for him today. And here's what we were talking about. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, post-game press conference, talking about Ryan Shazier. You know, walking off the field um, with him was emotional just because, you know, obviously what, what happened and uh, what he means to us and this team. You know, it's uh, I, I mentioned in the prayer afterwards that we're thankful thankful that he is walking now and doing things and obviously he's not to where he wants to be and playing football again but just the fact that he's able to walk and we can see him walk off that field and walk off with him it it was special I mean it's this is a place that we'll always remember not just for football but for life uh yeah so uh there was definitely a lot of uh a lot of people thinking about Ryan Shazier because it's the first time he'd been back to you know the field like that uh, since his uh, his injury and really cool of him and some of the Steelers team doctors to go visit and yeah visit with the uh, you know the nurses and doctors who uh, who first got to him and first helped him out there in Cincinnati before he came back here but uh, you know that's uh, just kind of another footnote to the uh, the game yesterday the Steelers beat the Bengals. 28 to 21 they now go into the bye week and now the city just waits <laughs> and we wait yep and we are all on Le'Veon oh, watch boy. now does he show up oh, how many carries are you gonna get when he shows up so now we all sit and wait or we could not think about it because it's all out of our hands and we could just let it play out like it's gonna but play out if you or, were Coach Tomlin what would you do or we could sit here for the next week and a half two weeks and just go what do you think? James Kyle Wavy out bad. What's his world going to be like when he comes back? How many carries Wavy I get? Tiff tweets us here. I can't listen to I Like It by Cardi B without thinking of the Kids Bop version now. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, last week we covered the uh, Kids Bop version and all the edits of Cardi B. I like it. If you want to see that, uh, it's uh, up on our Mikey and Bob page, 961kiss.com, or just subscribe to our Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. You can find that and all the Kids Bop edits we've ever done on the show on the Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to that. Uh, the big news from overnight to report to everybody. Royal baby. Oh, Royal baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, they have officially announced that she is pregnant. Royal baby is coming. I love that. Just look up. It's breaking news. Royal Royal baby baby on the way. Royal baby on the way. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle expecting their first child. Shut down everything in America. Royal baby. (laughs) 
Why is this breaking news? <sighs> Royal baby. I don't know, uh, and I act like people don't uh, care, but there are people who care about, you know, Royal Wedding gets, like, huge ratings. Uh, like, everybody watches the Royal Wedding and acts like they care, and uh, Royal Baby now, you know? Royal after, Royal, after Royal Wedding, oh, you God. get Royal Baby, because Royal, Royal Love birth. Making happens. Royal Baby. Royal Love Making. Let the Queen watch. <laughs> What? What happened? Huh? Um, Mother Nature, Mike. Uh, so, Royal Baby. Uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson split off oh, yesterday. God. Oh, God. According to TMZ, the engagement has officially been called off with Ariana Grande and Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson. They split up this weekend. Both parties acknowledging it's simply not the right time for their relationship to take off. If not now, when? If not now, when? Yeah, it was supposed to last Don't forever. Know. Don't they know there's a royal baby coming? Uh, TMZ says they both still have love for each other, but things are over romantically for now, but they aren't ruling out anything in the future. They got engaged kind of surprisingly earlier this May after just a few weeks of casually dating. Uh, she had like a $100,000 engagement ring, uh, but she's recently expressed that she's been going through a rough patch, tweeting a lot of personal messages saying she needs a break from the public spotlight, you know. She's probably dealing still with the passing of Mac Miller, who yeah. she dated for a yeah. while. Um, so Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are done. True love. There it goes. It's uh, it's over. But true love lies in the royal baby. True love lives in those tattoos, too. He, he, he did get a couple of Ari. What did he get? Didn't he get, like, bunny ears or something? He Doesn't he have a couple Ariana-related yeah, tattoos? Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I don't know. But, see, I think they were Ariana-related, but... You know, like bunny ears, you know, if he never gets back with Ariana and he dates somebody else, like they're not going to be like, wow, you have her name on. Does he have her name? Uh, Man, you can never get names, right? You never want to get names, right? Like, you can get names of kids, but man, do you ever want to get the name of like, I don't know, that's... I was rolling the dice right there. See, I don't have any tattoos, but uh, you know, if I was going to, you, you know, name of a, a son or a daughter, you can't, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's safe. Bob's got a Superman tattoo. That which, was I a mean, horrible idea. No, no, listen. Oh, not... that's safe though. That's safe. Superman's always gonna be Superman. Superman ain't never gonna do you wrong. You know, you'll always have the power of the Superman logo I'm not on your arm, right? I'm not you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Hey, you don't want to get rid of it. Superman's always going to be Superman. I mean, who cares? I got it when I was like 14 and my arm's grown 3,000 times the size. <laughs> so it's it's the size of a quarter now instead of a... I mean, yo, a, the ta- a, tattoo didn't grow. <laughs> arm did, though. It never goes out of style, the Superman uh-uh, logo, uh-uh, though, Bob. Uh-uh. That's forever, man. That's forever when you got that. Uh, so Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Uh, they call off their engagement. They're not together anymore, uh, He got so. AG on his finger. That's as close oh, as to... Uh, All yeah. right, so what else could AG stand for um, other than Ariana Grande? Like, he's going to have to do that now, right? Pete Davidson, like, this should be a whole skit on Weekend Update. He should be like, yeah, me and Ariana broke up. I know everybody heard of it. Like, you know, it was fun while it lasted. I knew it was going to come to an end. It was like I hit the lotto and, you know, it's it's like Pete Davidson found a bag of money 
and spent like millions of the dollars. Like he found a bunch of drug money, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. went on a crazy spending spree. He's like, wow, I can't believe this. I'm so lucky. And then, and then the police finally caught up to him and just like, yeah, you know, you should have turned that in. Like you can't spend it all. He's like, oh, oh, so I got to give this all back now. Like that's what Pete Davidson's dealing with right now, right? Every, every woman's going to know what that AG means. He's got to give the money back. But yeah, now that he has the tattoo, he needs to do a weekend update Saturday Night Live whole skit where he comes out and says, I, I got I got this tattoo now, so you know, I've thought of a couple other things AG Cover it up with what what AG can stand right, for. Right, right. And you know, have the writers come up. See, this is why me and Bob aren't funny, because right now I should have a list of funny things for AG to stand for, but I don't because I'm not funny and I'm not a stand up comedian. However, the Saturday Night Live writers, I believe that they can come up with a bunch of things for Pete Davidson for uh for weekend update. It's kind of a weird couple letters back to back, A and G, to uh, to see what that stands for. But all right, Pete's got a couple of tattoos, and uh, oh, Thomas just tweets here: A G is the periodic symbol for silver. Boom! There you go. Pete Davidson loves silver. It's all silver. Pete Davidson loves silver. Danielle tweets here: I wish Mikey and Bob would have talked to my sister before she got her boyfriend's initials tatted on her. Oh, damn! A boyfriend? Not even a husband? A boyfriend? Damn! Should have just got the Superman logo and uh, <laughs> kept it moving. Uh, Jen sent us a message here. AG could stand for Astro Glide. There's a possible endorsement deal there for uh, for Pete Davidson. Cash in. I'm telling you, that'd be a funny-ass like weekend update skit if he just said, what do I do with these tattoos now? But hold on. We have a list here. Pete Davidson recently got a tattoo of the couple's new pet pig, Piggy Smalls, on his torso. Oh, damn. I mean, what do you do with that? But listen, no matter if he's with Ariana Ariana Grande or not, having a baby pig tattoo, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Especially if he has the words Piggy Smalls on it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. They both have the words meal tendressy. I it's French, so I'm saying that wrong. It's uh, means a thousand tendernesses, and it comes from her favorite movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, they both have that tattooed on their neck. Uh, he has Ariana Grande's name in like Grande, yeah, in large cursive script on the left side of his ribs. All right, okay. yeah, he went all the way down the. The ribs there with Grande. They both have matching cloud tattoos on their fingers. He has the uh, tattoo of her dangerous woman, like the bunny ears artwork on his neck. Uh, she, so he's got AG on his finger. She has Pete tattooed on her ring finger. So, like, she also has Pete tattoos, right? This isn't like. Pete Davidson was the only one getting tattoos. They both have tattoos. Right, right. They both have Honest to God Knock Me Out, uh, one of her favorite sayings, inked on their thumbs. And this one's kind of weird, too. I mean, not weird, I guess, but it's just like, wow, you got that and it's over now? Or what's happening here? Ariana Grande, uh, you know, Pete Davidson's father uh, passed away in 9-11, was killed in 9-11, right? Yeah. He was a, uh, a firefighter, right? Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande honored Pete Davidson's late father by getting a tattoo of his FDNY badge number on her ankle. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's kind of, they kind of 
they kind of both went all in with the tattoos, right? Once you commit to that, aren't you kind of in? Damn, man. I mean, maybe they get back together. Maybe, you know, like I said, she's been through a lot over the past couple years. Maybe uh, she just needs some time, and eventually they get back together. I mean, at any time, listen, we'd probably know how this went. She probably broke up with Pete. It was just like, I need some time alone. Because I can't see Pete putting a putting the brakes on this relationship. Like, whoa, Ariana, this is moving too fast. My man has full rib tat. I mean, he's described himself basically as a make-a-wish kid. Yeah, he's not backing out. Uh, no. So I think Pete will probably, you know, stand by and wait when Ariana's ready. Maybe they get in the uh, relationship again. But, man, that is just a list of some of the Pete and Ariana tattoos there. Now, uh, Tim Hortons put out an awesome video that I see is just, you know, getting a lot of uh, traction here in the city this morning. Uh, Tim Hortons, which, of course, is delicious coffee and donuts and breakfast things and whatever. Uh, Hugely popular in Canada. Some places down here in the States, but not so much in our area. Uh, Tim Hortons tweeted out, Kenya's only hockey team had nobody to play. So we brought them to Canada for a uh, game and we surprised them with a couple of new teammates. One, of course, being uh, Sidney Crosby for the so, Penguins. So here's just so a, awesome. Yeah, here's just a little bit of the video. It starts with uh, the hockey players in Kenya. I had no idea what ice hockey was. We took it upon ourselves to start recruiting Kenyans playing ice hockey. We're actually like the pioneers of ice hockey in Kenya. Canada is the home of hockey. Any hockey player would love to have the Canada experience. It was all amazing seeing our jerseys hanging all around. So they have taken the Kenyan hockey team here from Kenya. Tim Hortons flew them all to Canada. They're freaking out just being in Canada. Yeah, they go into the arena, and the locker room is all set up with Kenyan hockey jerseys for them. Like, they have all their stalls. Every player's got a nice jersey and everything. It's a great day for us. It's a dream to be in Canada, to play our first game in full gear. It's all amazing. Sydney. And then in walks in, of course, Sidney Crosby wearing a Crosby Kenyan hockey jersey. It, can this get any more perfect, really? I mean, it's perfect. Seeing my favorite player coming through the door wearing a jersey, I felt like I was in heaven. Now that part right there, you got to see this video because one of the Kenyan players goes, "Is this you?" And is is like touching Sidney Crosby's face, and Sidney's just laughing, going, it, "It's me." I can't hold back my tears. It's awesome. We get to compete against another team. You know, we used to playing against ourselves. What a pass! So how crazy is this? You know, they have Sidney Crosby on their team now. This is the only hockey team in Kenya. Yeah. Tim Hortons has flown them over. They're playing with Sidney Crosby against. Uh, you know, a bunch of other guys. They've never actually played against another team before. So this is the first time they're actually playing, like, competitive hockey against another team. That's the best part about the game is just how it reaches so many people and a place like Kenya where you wouldn't think that there's even ice to meet people from different places and to share the game that we love to play. I think I had just as much fun as any of those guys did today. Sidney Crosby is just the best. You got to see the video. Uh, Tim Hortons tweeted it out. It's just at Tim Hortons on Twitter. I'm sure you'll see it uh, all over the so place great. because it is it is a really well done video. It's like three, three and a half minutes long. Sidney Crosby um, with the uh, only hockey team in Kenya, I guess. Pretty awesome video there by uh, Tim Hortons. Uh, let's go to Snoop Dogg now. Uh, Snoop Dogg uh, is a big Steelers fan, right? 
So he put out a PSA on Instagram. Now, we don't have Snoop Dogg's reaction to the game-winning Ben to Antonio Brown touchdown. We have Snoop Dogg on Instagram, I believe, when the Steelers were losing because Snoop Dogg does not sound too confident here. Mm-mm. And as a Steeler fan, he just puts out the PSA for when the Steelers are losing or when the Steelers game is on. Friend or family, it doesn't matter. Do not get in touch with Snoop Dogg. I think a lot of us are like this when a Steeler game is on. Don't call me when I'm watching a Steeler game. What's wrong with you? I'm not going to answer the phone, especially if we losing. Leave me the alone until we start winning. My love being funny when my team losing. I don't feel like laughing. Leave me the alone. They love being funny when my team losing. Leave me the blank alone. I think a lot of us are like that when the Steeler game is on, especially when they're losing. We have friends and family who are just like, sure, what's going sure. on with the Steelers? How about those Ben interceptions? It's just like, leave leave us alone during Steeler games, right? Then let's move on to Snoop Dogg. Now, let me give a little bit of background to this, right? Yeah. Uh, Drake and Kanye West, not good, right? It's all fallen apart over the last, you know, few months, right? Not, not friends, yeah. Uh, not friends whatsoever. Um, there was a thread on Twitter a while back. Somebody broke down a lot of the lyrics in Drake's Scorpion album. Um, even the words of his big hit, In My Feelings, where he says, Kiki, do you love me? Kiki is a nickname they use for Kim Kardashian, who's married to Kanye West, uh, you know, in their family and everything. So a lot of people said Kiki may be referring to Kim Kardashian and even alluding that Drake had relations with Kim Kardashian while, of course, she's still married to Kanye West and they don't like each other. So Snoop Dogg, even though this has been like a thing for a while now, Snoop Dogg just found this out. Just learned about it. This weekend. And Snoop Dogg does not like Kanye West, has spoken out against Kanye West, basically uh, because of Kanye West's politics now and everything that's going on with him. So this is Snoop Dogg. Uh, He goes right to Instagram when he found out, as a lot of us, you know, the rumor was out there maybe a month and a half ago. Snoop's all over it. That Kiki in Drake's In My Feelings might be Kim Kardashian, and Drake may have gotten with Kim. Snoop Dogg to Kanye, basically, without saying names. I may be on a late freight, but I just found out who Kiki was. (laughs) Kiki is your That's why you're so mad. Drake, you're a cold I like that song, but I ain't know why I liked it. I really like it now. Kiki, do you love me? And never have you. How about that? Kiki. Kiki. Did you pour champagne on her? Kiki. Do you love me? So you never leave me. But you did. That's who Kiki is for real? Alright, so Snoop. There's so many parts of that that I could just replay all day. Kiki, do you love me? So then, obviously, that Snoop Dogg going at Kanye, right? Right, right, right. Then I think a lot of people hit Snoop up and just like, yo, wh- I, what are you doing? Like, you know, you might not agree with Kanye, but man, you went all in there. So Snoop goes back and dials it back a little bit here. Who is Kiki? I don't know who she is. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. Who is Kiki, I man? Know. I didn't say nobody's name. I just said Kiki. Now y'all pointing fingers at man. No, we knew who you meant, Snoop. We knew who you meant. Who is she, Drake? Yeah. Call me, Drake. Who is she, cuz? Wakanda forever. Who is Kiki? 
Did he just drop a Wakanda forever in there? He did drop <laughs> a Wakanda forever. All right. So Snoop Dogg is now playing dumb. Just like, I don't know who Kiki is. Drake, let me know. Who is she, Drake? Who is she? Call me, Drake. Who is she, guys? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Who is Kiki? Who's Kiki? Is Kiki Riri? I don't know. Kiki, I'm trying to figure it out. Let me know, Drake. All right. So he said, who's Kiki? Is it Riri like Rihanna? So he dialed it back a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster talking about the game-winning touchdown drive and Ben's uh, pass to A.B. You know, a minute and 20 seconds with three timeouts, that's a lot of time for us. You know, for us, you know, being in the huddle is like, man, we've been here before, we've done this, let's go down and score. Moments like that, goats come alive, and as you can see. Moments like that, goats come alive. Ben to A.B. And then uh, Juju was talking about the Bengals making threats to him, including uh, Vontez Burfick, the Steelers linebacker, who had just another dirty play. Uh, just kind of hit Antonio Brown uh, with just his elbow. Up, yeah. yeah, basically lied to him. By the way, you see James Conner like throwing him off. Just James Conner's a beast, man. So again, this is Juju talking about the Bengals making threats. Major threats. They all making threats at me. He was dropping f bombs, everything. They said Perfect was out there lying, saying I spit on him, which I didn't. All right, Perfect was saying that Juju spit on him. Yeah, okay. Dunlap is hella cool. He was, he was talking about uh, video games. But Dunlap, one of their uh, li- he's cool. One of their live, he's cool. Video games. Just talking video games. <laughs> Cool, man. Yep. How did you get revenge on all that? Moss them down the middle of the field, make your plays, go down, win the game. Moss them in the middle of the field, go down, make your plays, win the game. That's right. So, uh, But I know people are going to make something out of that. I'm pretty sure everybody drop, drops F-bombs uh, against their opponent in the NFL every yeah, game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure every opponent makes uh, threats. I don't know if uh, if uh, not that big of a deal. Perfect, just making up that Juju spit on him, which obviously didn't uh, happen, is the uh, right thing there. But uh, the threats uh, were they that different? Because it was Cincinnati. I don't know. Speaking of Vontez Perfect, the human trash can for the Bengals, uh, there are a couple reporters from the Athletic in Cincinnati who said Perfect blew past the media waiting at his locker. Then. He was walking past Dre Kirkpatrick's locker for the Bengals and insulted a reporter who asked Dre if he thought Perfect could face a suspension for the hit on Antonio Brown. Uh, another uh, person who writes for The Athletic in Cincinnati said Vontez Perfect walked by a media scrum with Kirkpatrick yelling something about the BS media. A Pittsburgh reporter asked if he wanted to talk about it, and he said, no, you're from Pittsburgh, and, uh, and walked out. Uh, here was A.B., Antonio Brown, on perfect in the hit to the head. Just, you know, a nasty hit. But thank God I was able to come back in the game, finish the game. Uh, anytime you come in here, you know, they call it the jungle. I was, gra- I was grateful to uh, get, get back up and uh, come back in. Yeah, so Antonio was fine. He came back into the game. Who knows if perfect? I mean, it's amazing that perfect, his first came back from suspension. Right. I mean, it's just, he's just wired that way. I don't think he's going to change. He's just wired that way, you know? Like two dudes are tackling A.B. and he just lines his head up. Yeah. Le'Veon did tweet about the game yesterday. Uh, in James Conner's performance, he tweeted, Damn, James, with the flex emoji. Oh, damn. James Conner retweeted it with a double flex emoji saying, Ben watching L. Bell tape. Damn. So they're friendly. That's fun.
The boys are already getting along. Uh, let's go to Georgia for this next story. Had a lot of people send us this one. It's a picture that's gone viral. The city of Savannah releasing this photo of the Nathaniel Green statue okay. in Johnson Square with googly eyes. Somebody put. Uh, somebody went to like an arts and crafts store and bought googly eyes. <laughs> And put him on this statue in Savannah. Now Savannah police are involved <laughs> as they search for the vandal. Why are police involved? Can't they just enjoy the googly-eyed statue? They were right? like extra, like they climbed the fence, went through the bushes just for a pair of googly eyes. Yeah, whoever did this really committed. The city of right. Savannah put this post on Facebook on Thursday, looking for the googly-eyed bandit. Yeah. They say this is <laughs> yeah. no laughing matter. It is. It absolutely is a laughing matter, and uh, they're looking for somebody they call the googly-eyed bandit. I don't know who they were trying to get to laugh but i mean it worked obviously because i laughed but locals and tourists say they don't think it's that serious and they are just plastic eyes that can be popped off yeah exactly it's not that serious however i mean get call the fbi get the fbi involved in this there just isn't much going on down there in georgia <laughs> no. let's be honest to where that makes the news how funny is this statue though googly with googly eyes. eyes like i never thought it would be that funny but putting googly eyes on famous statues now listen I'm not saying to do this around here, okay? However, if someone did put googly eyes on, you know, Pittsburgh area statues, you leave Mr. Rogers the hell alone. Let's just say if somebody did put googly eyes on that Rocky statue in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. It's so good. (laughs) I might laugh at it. I might laugh at it. Like, you'd have to buy bigger googly eyes than this little, like the one in Savannah. They're they're smaller googly eyes. Yeah, you definitely got to go to Arts and Crafts Store buy the biggest googly eyes you can find. And I'm saying nobody do it to Mr. Rogers, right? Absolutely not. Respect Fred and respect the Mr. Rogers statue. But those would have to be big googly eyes. Which would even make it funnier. I think the bigger the googly eyes on a statue, the funnier it looks. But my gosh, could you imagine if somebody googly eyes the Rocky (laughs) statue in Philly? It'd be so good. The Flyers should actually send their mascot Gritty out there to do it. (laughs) You know, because everything with that mascot, the new Flyers mascot Gritty, that kind of nightmarish orange looking thing. It's, it's kind, kind of a mess. It's kind of calmed down, though. Right, right. Like the joke of gritty and everything, it's kind of calmed down, and now it's just into the regular NHL season now. So I feel like Gritty needs to do something to get himself back up and all over the news. Gritty needs to act like he's confused and wants to make the Rocky statue funny. And he, Gritty, the Flyers mascot, is the one. That needs to googly eye the Rocky statue in Philly. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Man, show went fast today, right? Yeah, it did. Zoom, zoom. Always nice. I think the show goes faster when everybody's happy about the uh, Steelers. Steelers get the uh, big win. In Cincinnati, 28-21 to 21 yesterday. They're on the bye week now, and now uh, it's Le'Veon watch for like a week, two weeks. And they come back versus the Browns. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler did that interview with Le'Veon Bell where he said he'd come back during the bye week. So everybody's well, here just we waiting. Go. Everybody's maybe just he shows up today. Maybe I don't oh, know. Oh, boy. We'll see what happens. And then how do the Steelers treat him when he comes back? Like, <laughs> you already know. Whether Le'Veon comes back this week or not, it's Le'Veon watch. So it's not even a quiet bye week. You think uh, local news has people like camped out? Absolutely. 
Like just staking out Absolutely. everywhere? Absolutely. Well, I mean, everybody pretty much has a sports reporter, and what a you know, what yeah, else yeah. are they doing? You know, you go to the <laughs> go to the arena to cover the Penguins game at night, but other than that, you're camped out on the south side waiting for Le'Veon. But like every day, it's news. Every day he doesn't show up or he shows up, it's news. It really is. Because, like, if he shows up today, then every day of the week it's going to be like, how does he look? How is he practicing? Did he get fat? <laughs> you know, it's like not. Oh, he looks slow. This season's been so crazy already. It's not even going to be quiet for a bye week. Usually nothing happens during the bye week. No chance that this bye week just goes without being quiet. Because even if nothing happens and Labiata doesn't show up, that's news. What a ride this season mm-hmm. has been so far. Uh, by the way, Saturday, this Saturday, this is kind of cool. I actually want to give away some tickets to this. If you've never been to a Riverhounds game at Highmark Stadium, right? This should be your first one. This actually could get pretty wild on Saturday. It is the first ever playoff game for the Riverhounds at Highmark Stadium. They're having a gold out. They're giving away towels. They're giving away t-shirts. Also, dollar beers before kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on though. Yes. Hold on though. What yes. are the what are the Riverhounds doing? Like if you've never been to a Riverhounds game before though, they're fun. It's, it's actually pretty affordable. Like yeah, you can yeah. eat and drink uh, for pretty cheap at Riverhounds game. It's not like regular stadium prices, right? Right, right. But they're having their first ever playoff game on Saturday. I could just see the meeting they all had and just like, yeah, what do we need to do to get this crowd into it? Get this crowd fired up. Pack, pack this place. First playoff game. What do we do? And then some genius just said, dollar beers before kickoff. Yep. Yes. That's a, that's a good way to get everybody loud and rowdy. There you go. Uh, so first playoff game ever at Highmark Stadium. Uh, you can get your tickets at riverhounds.com. We'll give away some right now, though. Call or, uh, number 9, 412-937-9610. That's 412-937-9610. A gold out Saturday. Get loud. Get rowdy. Dollar beers before kickoff uh, as the Riverhounds host their first ever playoff game at uh, Highmark Stadium. So that should be fun. I love it, yeah. Uh, freak show question of the day before we get out of here. What were we yelling about at 6 a.m. this morning? You would think Steelers, right? No, Royal Baby. Royal Baby. Royal Baby. It's the most important thing happening in the world today. Royal Baby. Prince Harry. Meghan Markle. <laughs> She's pregnant. Royal Baby. <laughs> uh, Royal Baby. Answer to the Freak Show question of the day. Now, uh, you take that information. Listen to Tall Kathy around 530. She will ask for the answer to the Freak Show question of the day. Win yourself some tickets, a prize, something like that. Uh, again, freak show question today, 530. Answer is Royal Baby. Royal Baby. If you missed anything from the show, you missed Bengals Facebook comments today, get caught up, stream and download. Full episode on the free iHeartRadio app. It's the Mikey and Bob podcast. That's it for us. Ryan C. Chris shows up right now. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Okay, Monday it is. We are back with you after the weekend. Let's get it done. 